2: Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.
3: This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Paulie, will you play it
4: for me just because it makes me so happy? Yes. Thank you.
5: extra sweet
2: because it's against the Dodgers.
4: My wife, uh, Hannah, yesterday said, that's the best drop you guys have. Period. The end. I mean, you guys have some good drops, but that's the best drop you have. Never stop playing it. That's our... Is problem. it
5: extra sweet because it's against the Dodgers?
4: That's yeah. <laughs> our, it's our beloved boss, Adam, in the post-game celebration, interviewing Peter Seidler, having to scream through a mask The music was so loud. The players were screaming. And there's Adam. Is it extra sweet because it's
5: against
2: the Dodgers? What? Is it extra sweet because it's against the Dodgers?
4: (laughs) It's so good. It's so, so good.
6: It's so good.
4: Tournament of drops.
6: like Oh, that's
4: a tough... That
6: is a maybe top-line seed, perhaps. I
4: mean, it's a one or a two. Like, it is just... Now, he was a good sport about it, and he tried to say, well, listen, was he was really... I go, hey, man, I don't care about what happened. It's still a great drop. I don't care how loud it was. It was fantastic. Is
5: it extra sweet because it was against the Dodgers? The voice cracked the whole thing. Is it extra sweet because it was against the Dodgers?
6: And then having to repeat
4: it again. <laughs> <laughs> ah, my soul. You can see my soul floating away. Oh my lord. God, what a he's a gold mine. He should be doing every all of those. That's fantastic. Sorry, Tony, you've been relieved. Yeah, Tony, I, I'm sorry, I think you're fantastic, but that's that's phenomenal.
5: Is it extra sweet because it was against like, the Dodgers? <laughs>
4: The voice crack. Oh, <laughs> this segment of <about> better a- <laughs> because
6: it was like, it's the Dodgers. <laughs> it's brought to you by the Golf Mart. So uh, I'm looking at the Philadelphia Inquirer here. This is their morning, their daily newspaper. Oh yeah, they're at, they like the pitching matchups for the Phillies in this series. Okay, they're they're excited about what they have lined up against the Padres. They'll go with obviously Zach Wheeler in Game One tonight. They've got Aaron Nola in Game Two, Rangers Suarez in Game Three, and then likely. Noah Syndergaard pitching in Game Four okay. after they picked him up uh, in the middle of the season before the trade deadline. Padres a, a little more up in the air, although we know uh, definitely it's going to be you, Darvish tonight, and Blake Snell tomorrow, and presumably Joe Musgrove in Game Three. Game Four is a little a, a little more of a question mark. Um, you know, Mike Clevenger is probably the the likely choice again, even though he struggled against the Dodgers. That. I mean, a lot of a lot of pitchers Did do you stuff, say against the Dodgers. Against the Dodgers, a because lo- it's against the Dodgers. A lot of pitchers do though, and I think a lot of people are assuming. Well, you can't go with Clevenger because he was so bad. It's a different team. It doesn't always work that way in Major League Baseball. Blake Snell had a not so great start against the Mets. He was instrumental in beating the Dodgers in the last round. So, I, I think it'll probably be Mike Clevenger. He, the leash will be very short, obviously. Against the Dodgers. In game four. <laughs> But the the Phillies actually like their pitching matchups. in this I mean, good, series.
4: good for them, and I, I, and I like ours. You know, I like ours uh, against them. So, what do you want first? Do you want us against them, or them against you?
6: Uh, let's do uh, us against Zach Wheeler okay. and try to figure out who the
4: best the best
6: uh, you know guy to, to leave off the the lineup tonight is going to be for the Padres.
4: So you got. Uh, let's just start with what could be the the lineup tonight. Jerkson Profar in the leadoff spot, two for five off of Zach Wheeler. Uh, in the two-hole, you'd have Juan Soto, 11 for 38, a double, two homers, two RBIs, 11 walks, 10 strikeouts, though. Uh, and then in the three-hole, you'd have Manny Machado, two for eight with a walk. Four-hole, let's say it would be Josh Bell, eight for 26, a double, two bombs, five RBIs. Not bad. Has hit him pretty well. Uh, in the five-hole, Jake Cronenworth, one for six. Uh, in the six-hole, let's say you're going to go with Hassan Kim, one for three. Seven, let's say it is Trent Grisham, 0 for 5, 3 Ks. Um, it Really, after that, Will Myers is 1 for 7 with a couple of ribs. Alfaro, 0 for 11 with 6 Ks. I'm going to leave him to... What's, uh, uh, what's Drury? Drury is 0 for 3 with 2 Ks. Hmm. So, um, so, so it's really... I think Bell has to be in
3: there. I
6: think Bell has to be in uh, there. Against Wheeler, given the past success. And I,
4: You know, if you're going to do... I think that you can just DH Bell and keep Will out there to play first base. Now... He was the defense against the Mets was spectacular. Against the against the Dodgers it was not quite as good, but still I would say better than anything we have. Yeah? Like that's like, uh, against the Dodgers? Uh, yeah, against His, the Dodgers. Will's athleticism doesn't go against away. Against the Dodgers. Exactly, exactly right. So, um the one thing that you need, you know, you'd love to see from Will Myers is to start Getting some knocks. That's what you need. Uh you need him you need him to be a bit of a disruption. And right now, he's kind of a little lost at the plate. I know he's hit a couple of balls hard, but I like these numbers the, for Josh. The, the Bell. middle
6: of the order's been kind of a it's been the rough spot for the Padres. You know, four, five, six. Uh the bottom's been fantastic. Top
4: is, is getting that. the job done that clip. When, when needed. That,
6: but the middle has has been where the Padres have have lacked offensively.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's, that's exactly right. Now, Zach Wheeler's a, he's a righty, yeah, so he's a right-handed pitcher. You're going to see, I would imagine, my lineup is probably Grisham in center, Soto uh, in right, Manny at third, Josh Bell, DH, Cronenworth at second, Will Myers at first, uh, you're going to go... Kim at short, Nola's going to catch. Grisham in center, and Nola behind the dish. It's not going to change much. You're not going to take Trent Grisham and Moving to the top or anything like that. I know, you know, I know in your adult ball teams, that's what you would do, or on your PlayStation game, that's what you would do. You don't mess with a guy's comfort is comfortability a word his comfortability factor you just leave it where it is um and and that's that's how i
6: would what about the phillies against you darvish any notable
4: numbers that pop out good or bad yeah phillies batters against darvish uh jorge bonifacio three for six with a bomb brandon marsh one for three reese hoskins six for sixteen bryce harper one for six with a bomb jt real muto Four for seventeen. Castellanos four for seventeen. Schwarber one for six. Bryson Stott uh, one for four. And Jean is Jean or Jean Segura? Jean, Gene Segura. Jean Segura two for thirteen. He's been hot at the bottom of their lineup. And as this, well. this—that's uh, not nothing. Too Brandon Marsh is having too bad a, there a, against
6: a, you, Darvish. Yeah,
4: Brandon Marsh is having a really nice playoffs as well. So they are a tough. Tough lineup. They are a scrappy they, they lineup. They are,
6: but they're not the Dodgers in terms of you know they're gonna foul off a hundred pitches. Yeah, and, yeah, you know. They'll swing and miss. They'll swing and miss. And with the Padres starting pitchers, I wanted to bring this up. You know, if they can keep the ball in the yard and get some swing and miss, the strikeout number should go up against this team and that's some that's good Darvish can strike guys out yep. Snell obviously can and Musgrove can and this team is much more susceptible to it than the Dodgers I think it's a better matchup for the Padres starting pitchers than the series against the Dodgers the 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 catch being They have guys who can hurt you with one swing badly all the time all the time not that the dodgers didn't but it's a pretty deep and power-laden lineup for the phillies
4: yeah it is i mean and these two teams again they played each other seven times um a lot of shutouts a lot of shutouts yeah (laughs) i mean padres won the one nothing game the austin nola aaron nola game which was just awesome uh they lost six two four two and eight five but they at that time they had not added soto drury bell now again Jury and Bell are are not doing much uh, right now. Got to find a way to get those guys going, and I feel like I feel like if those cats can get going, this team's going to be unstoppable. Because the bottom is playing really well, uh, as you said, the bottom is nice, and you know the the top the guys are getting on. We just got just got to drive these guys home, man. Just speaking of pl- speaking of
6: playing well, you were coming off a uh, a legendary performance yesterday, a five for five, and naming the category to the letter when you were done we'll see how you do against a top flight contestant today in take on woods
3: it's time for take on woods take on woods woods. Take on take woods. brought to you by hamul casino san diego's closest casino now right, we got steve on the line this morning steve how you doing Go Padres!
6: That's how I'm doing it. Padres. I know you know all the rules. Uh, You probably know the prize. I'll remind everybody that Steve is trying to qualify for the Getaway to Vegas, uh, Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino. Two nights, private VIP pod at the Westgate Superbook, world's largest race and sports book, and a $250 food and beverage credit. I'll ask you the category. I'll also ask you, uh, do you want to play Woods' heads up and give him the category, or do you want to keep your advantage? I got to keep my advantage. All right, Steve's going to keep his advantage. Here are your choices. Uh, we've got and in and five song titles that begin with the word and. Calling, calling, called. Musical answers that include the word calling or called. And our new category, as uh, as submitted by Tier One Edwin, helped write this one. Ho you fats in honor of everyone's favorite <laughs> French basketball player. Musical answers with the word fats somewhere in there so steve and in and calling calling called or ho you fat wow good one sir um,
3: let's try that middle one. calling calling called. calling calling
6: calling called okay we got five musical answers that include either the word calling or called past tense you'll have 60 seconds to answer as many as you can pass if you don't know one We'll start with our two-second song. So, Paul, you'll play a short clip of something fairly well-known. You need to give me both the title and the artist, both of them, to score that point. Steve, you ready to play? Sure. 60 seconds on the clock. Your time begins when Paul plays the music. The category Calling, Calling, Called. Good luck, Steve. Let's take on Woods. Uh, the Clash, London Calling. Correct. Freddie Mercury Freddie Mercury claimed it took him less than there 10 you know. minutes to compose which rockabilly style song that became Queen's first number one single on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1980? The
0: Thing
3: Called Love.
6: I Need a Little More.
3: Crazy Little Thing Called Love.
6: Correct. Which song that became Stevie Wonder's best-selling hit references holidays and seasons beginning with New Year's Day and ending with Christmas? I just called to say I love you Correct Which pioneering alternative hip-hop group from Queens Featured a rapper and main producer named Q-Tip Call Incorrect Which train song about looking for the best in ourselves Lost the 2003 best rock song Grammy To Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes
3: Oh uh, can I call someone who knows? I, I no, 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 you got three
6: out of the five, though. You are rolling there early, and then a tribe called Quest tripped you up there. And then Calling All Angels, which uh, Woodsy is probably going to hate uh, and may not get that one, was the, queen, or the train song at the end. But you get the first three, uh, London Calling, Crazy Little Thing Called Love, and I just called to say I love you. So hang on the line, Steve. Got your score locked in. Let's welcome Woods back in. Steve is keeping his advantage today. Okay. So you got uh, 60 seconds. We'll reset uh, everything.
4: So if I lose, I can blame the format then. Like, yeah, absolutely. All Dodger fans and my mentions are.
6: All right, okay. here we go. Cool. 60 seconds on the clock. Your time begins when Paul plays our music. Good luck, Woods. Let's take on Steve. London Calling, the class. Correct. Freddie Mercury claimed it took him less than 10 minutes to compose which rockabilly-style song that became Queen's first number one single on the Billboard Hot 100 in
4: 1980. Um, the thing called love. I
6: need more. Uh, uh... Uh, pass. All right, which song? This that, thing called love. Incorrect. Which song uh, that became Stevie Wonder's best-selling hit references holidays and seasons, beginning with New Year's Day and ending with Christmas. New Year's
4: Day. Na, 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 na.
6: I just called to say I love you. Correct. Which pioneering alternative hip-hop group from Queens featured a rapper and main producer named Q-Tip? Oh, that's uh, um,
4: uh, uh
6: pass. Which train song about looking for the best in ourselves lost the 2003 best rock song Grammy to Seven Nation Army by the White
4: Stripes? Which train song? Uh, Drops of Jupiter.
6: Incorrect. Uh. Which pioneering alternative hip-hop group from Queens featured a rapper and main producer named Q-Tip? Is in uh, Tribe Called Quest. Correct. And I believe that is a Mm. 3-3 score and a tie. You did not give him... You didn't give give me
4: the thing. Oh, I didn't Good. go back to oh, two. You, you passed. He, it's crazy. Little it's you called called got love. it wrong. Right. I'm saying you didn't. We didn't give him
6: that. He one, didn't right? get that one. Okay. No. You so got. Then, yeah, you you did not three. get crazy, crazy little, little thing, thing called love. love. He, Steve, also said a thing called love, yeah. and I said, "Can it give me more?" And he got it right, so I okay. gave him that point. But you a didn't crazy get it. You
3: know. didn't get
6: it. So tie goes to the listener. You don't get the daily ditty selection, but you do get to qualify for the trip to Las Vegas. The category was any idea. No. Calling, calling, called. London Calling, Crazy Little Thing, Called Love, I Just Called to Say I Love You, Tribe Called Quest, and Calling All Angels was the
4: train angels. song. <laughs> all right. All right. Put Steve in the mix for the grand prize drawing. You want to complain mind. about the format? No, or no, I don't mind a tie. I all just don't like losing like my ditties. <laughs> I hate losing the ditty. I have to wait
6: like a week. Fair enough. I right. We'll come back. Don't Do This is coming up
4: next. Coming up Next mural gate 2022 <laughs> that's
6: next with benna woods we'll be right back after this check of traffic on 97.3 the fan.
7: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Don't do this.
3: It's time for Don't Do This.
1: What
0: were you thinking?
6: Tune in to kick off with Boomer and Valenti, Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. Former NFL MVP Boomer Esiason and Mike Valenti discuss the biggest NFL news and preview the most important games of the week right here on 97.3 The Fan. All right, two, don't do this stories. One, do do this story. Woodsy, why don't you kick
4: us off here on a Tuesday? All right, this is probably going to go... Different than people think, it's going to go. When I said mural gate twenty twenty two, so um, m- murals are a thing here in San Diego. They they pop up from time to time. I think the the company is called Ground Floor Murals, and they do a lot of murals and they've done some really cool ones. And I saw one uh, yesterday. At First, when I saw it, I thought, oh, somebody's doing a bit. Somebody's just they they Photoshop this. No, no, it's it's really gone up. It's a uh, a picture of the, where is the hell is it? it's the Philly fanatic getting kicked in the face by the San Diego chicken okay so I saw my Twitter feed went absolutely haywire people thinking it's a bad omen people are like what are we doing we're getting cocky and I had a uh, I had a different reaction when I thought when I saw it Ben, I went oh all right like here's the reason so I'm not going to get upset about a a mascot mural. I'm just not. I got I got other you know, bigger fish to fry. Like how do you get Bryce Harper out? How do we get Nick Castellanos out? How do you get Schwarber out? You know, can you can you exploit their p- terrible defense? Those are the things I'm worried about. Nor do I think. Now, one thing you don't want to do. Like for example, can you imagine a manager coming on and saying, "We will win the World Series this year." You can put it on record. That is a bad omen. That angers the baseball gods. Two mascots doesn't... it? I can promise you this. Castellanos didn't see that and go, look, guys, look what I found, and tax it up in the Phillies locker room. That, in my opinion, I don't think that would constitute any sort of bulletin board material. This was a fun, goofy, silly... Bit. I mean, the chicken isn't even. It's
7: I mean, not the
6: chicken's even, retired it's and retired. Not, not an official Padres mascot. Like, the Philly Fanatic is like the official Philly mascot. Yeah, I, I just. I guess my only complaint would be if you were going to do an instant mural. I would have picked something from the bottom of the seventh inning, like a Jake Cronenworth, you know, waving his arm, hand,
4: fist in the air. I just would have done a giant one of Robert Suarez, like on the side of a building, because that guy's been unbelievable. But so I guessed her tempting fate. Yeah, again, again, what you never want to do is have something that is that can get back into the Phillies. You never want to have like the things Big Poppy said, right? You don't want that trickling into the locker room. If the if the Phillies want to take this mural as motivation, I would be very, very surprised. Alright, uh, let's
6: move on to the NFL where the Houston Texans yesterday fired Executive Vice President of Football Operations Jack Easterby, probably because they've been pretty bad ever since they hired Easterby back in 2019. Uh, Texas Chair and CEO Cal McNair got uh, relieving him of his duties yesterday the don't do this though is maybe they shouldn't have hired him in the first place i didn't know really the backstory here but apparently so easterby came from the patriots where he figured oh you know one of their personnel guys whatever he was actually for 20 years he was the team chaplain for bill belichick he was in the inside circle. Boy, and,
4: they really want that Patriots. I mean, yeah, he's but, not even a, in the coaching. Circle. I mean,
6: he did other things at some point and was you know in in football operations. But yeah, they they wanted a Patriot so bad they took away Bill Belichick's <laughs> team chaplain and basically put him in charge of the organization.
4: It would be like hiring me to go run an organization. So I have to give credit
6: to. Uh, DA, the DA show, Damon Amendolaro, yeah. comes on before us. I was listening to this as I walked. You were driving in. in. He uh he found this piece of audio and I'll let him I'll let him
4: kind of set it up for you here. This is fantastic.
5: You want to know how you know Easter B was in over his head because Easter thought he was such a great public speaker, he was such a connector to people that he could just do stand-up. And so here he is. I think this is in the middle of doing some religious talk, but he is trying to, I guess, warm up the crowd. I mean, (laughs) I don't know. It's so bad. But but here, I'm not even going to play for you the entire clip because it's so awkward. But here is the best 45 or the worst 45 seconds of your life from Jack Easterby's stand-up Netflix special. We
3: were just there, like, recently in Houston, and people put their thumbs back behind them. You know what I'm saying? And they talk to you and they're like, Hey, everything's big in Texas. <laughs> and they get the stomp and the little eels are going, right? But then you go up to New York, right? You go up to New York and I mean, you walk in the stadium and as soon as you walk in the stadium, what you looking at? <laughs> what are you looking at? I'm, I'm looking at the game. I mean, there's a game. What are you looking at? What's up kid? What you looking at, son? Not your kid, not your son. Just here for the game, bro. Like, chill out, man. It ain't that serious, right? And then where I'm at, like in in Boston, right? Everybody says this phrase in the shoes. It's like, yo, we gotta go pack the car.
5: Like, we gotta do what? What are you talking about? We gotta go pack the car. Remarkably original stuff from Jackie Easter being <laughs> a stand up special. Have you ever heard anybody use the phrase pack the car? Has anybody ever made fun of that? I mean, yeah, what is up with that? What? <laughs>
4: What's the deal with punking the gun? <laughs> DA bringing the heat this morning. It's maybe the worst day I of I've the I think the absolute heard. tepid
3: laughter is <laughs> maybe laughter. the worst part of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. You go right? up to New York, New York and, I mean, you walk in the stadium, and as soon as you walk in the stadium, what are you looking at? Courtesy laugh. Yes, people talk differently in different parts of the country.
6: What, what remarkable what? human observations you have made that people What's talk differently? What's the different deal with <laughs> parking
3: the car? It's amazing. <laughs> oh my god! What? What's the deal with <laughs> parking the car? Thank you, DA. Thanks,
4: DA. Thank you for that. That's fantastic. Right, and then on a, a pretty amazing and serious. Note I, D.D. Mega doo I saw this uh, the other night, and I meant to bring it up yesterday as a, as a testament again to uh, Joe Musgrove. And uh, our beloved Eileen Burns tweeted the other night, A fan handed Joe Musgrove a small bag of ashes. He walked over to the infield grass and spread them. Right there at Petco Park after that win. I'm telling you, man, I got a lump in my throat uh, when I read that. And uh, I, there was a, a guy, his name is Ryan Miller, his brother, um, fell victim to mental health and uh, passed away. And uh, Ryan asked, asked Joe if he would go spread the ashes on the field. And he, of course, did, which is just so amazing to me. And uh, again, a testament to the guy that we have here, the hometown kid um, that has just gone out and pitched his guts out uh, every single time he's taken the ball this year. And just, it's those stories that you hear and... It's just, it just amazing. Well, it's just nice. You, you see Will Myers out in the gas lamp fans. Dude. They're,
6: they're human beings. They're people. And, you know, I think most of them, yeah, you know, you don't know them like that well, but they all seem like good people yeah, in no the Quadres clubhouse. And I, I really like that. No. It's a good story. Question. Good way to wrap up. Don't and do do this for a Tuesday.
3: That. Was don't do this with Ben and Woods on 97.3 the fan.
6: All right, I still need to uh, I need to know more about this Phillies team. Uh, Devin Devin Caney uh, Woods has told me a lot about Devin already. Uh, is going to join us uh, from Sports Radio WIP in Philadelphia. I've uh, been doing some work covering the Phillies. She also covers the NLL team. That's yes, where you she does, yeah. first cross paths with Devin. Uh, so we will uh, talk a little Phillies baseball. And the upcoming matchup against the Padres in the NLCS coming up next year with Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. God.
1: Never
6: miss a moment from 97.3 The Fan again with the free Odyssey app. You can download podcasts from your favorite talk shows. Listen whenever, wherever works best for you. We're going to get a uh, little flavor from Philadelphia as we get ready to start the NLCS later today. Padres and Phillies. uh, Devin Caney is going to join us from Sports Radio WIP. And we'll talk to Devin right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. Understandably, we are all in on the Padres right now here in San Diego. Sure. Uh, but I was just thinking about the fact that, you know, in Philadelphia, they got the uh, only undefeated team in the NFL. The yep. Eagles are, are 6-0. Uh, NBA season, the very first game tonight, 76ers, promising 76ers team in Boston. Flyer season just got underway. Oh, and the Phillies are in the NLCS
4: tonight, game
6: one in San Diego. It is a... It's a sports bonanza right now in Philadelphia.
4: Well, and what you'll see from our next guest, Devin Caney from Sports Radio WIP in Philadelphia, is she will be at every single one of those events, Ben, (laughs) because I've known Devin a while. She's, uh, we met. She's going to be in both Boston and San Diego tonight. That is amazing. She will be at every event, somewhere, somehow, (laughs) watching it. Uh, Devin, good morning. How are you?
0: Good morning, guys. Um, yes, you know, I have this magical ability to just appear at every event, sometimes, especially if for the Phillies, with a beer in hand. A beer in um,
4: hand, always. <laughs> always beer in always. hand. Yes, I love it. Always. You are. And so my co-host here, Devin, he does uh, sports on TV at night. He does radio on the, you know, sports radio with us in the morning. He's a very busy guy. You may rival him because I do see you out. You're doing content all the time. Now you're doing sports radio. Uh, Your schedule is pretty busy, and it's all related to Philly sports.
0: It is all related to Philly sports, but I'm always glad to meet another uh, crazy person who decides to just take on on a lot. Uh, It's a a good problem to have, I always say, being busy. Uh, And especially now with the Phillies in the postseason, which is certainly not something I was planning for in terms of scheduling my October. Uh, I'm sure you guys can probably feel... Similar with the Padres, uh, but it is a good problem to have, and I will gladly rearrange my schedule as needed for the Phillies.
4: All right, I'm going to ask you something right out of the shoot. What is a John? J a w n. And see it. I saw this. Could it be a saw? Yawn. Is, is, it, is it John or no, Yawn? I just see it. <laughs> so I saw it at a sign at the Phillies game, and then you have it in your Twitter bio. What is a John?
0: So a John is. It's not a yawn. Definitely don't call it a yawn. A John is. It's just a Philly slang term for literally anything. I think that's probably the best way. <laughs> that's the best way to describe it. Like it can be a noun. I don't know if it could be a verb, but like hit that John. I think was the sign. Yeah, hit that John. That was at the Phillies game. And, and then you said
4: um, you said Philly John in your bio. I'm like,
0: what is I'm this? I'm a Philly word? John. <laughs> Like, a cheesesteak can be a John. <laughs> An event can be a John. Like, I'm I'm rolling up to that John. I'm rolling up to the Phillies game. I'm rolling up to the Phillies John. It's amazing. It, it's really, yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> a John. So just... A
0: versatile word.
4: Just anything. Anything at all anything. can be a John. All right. Well, now we know. So it's,
0: it's funny, though. It's funny because it's li- I say it can be literally anything, but then you will get absolutely destroyed in Philadelphia if you use it incorrectly. Like, I think, ES- <laughs> I think ESPN put out... Like a tweet or something. It was it was after a Phillies game where they just threw the John in like <laughs> and put it in all caps and they got absolutely ripped. It was, I think it was like a Bryce Harper homer, and it was just like incorrectly placed, and it, it was like pandering in a way. Like right, like the, but
6: man, you just said it could be, be anything. You, cool. you said it
0: could be anything. <laughs> But it can be anything, but it's also like it's – I don't know. I don't know. What a fantastic
4: definition. It can be anything, (laughs) but but you used it wrong. Do not misuse it, And you're dead. Well, that's very Philly. I mean, you couldn't get really – you know, the similarities between the two teams, uh, Devin, are pretty – they're pretty spectacular. I mean, they played each other. Yeah. We barely got home field advantage in this one, you know. Um, and you're right. I, I think down the stretch, Philly did not play well down the stretch. I mean, they were getting out-pitched, and you're you, – both teams got into the playoffs with you know uh, about the same number of wins, but Philly down the stretch. Yeah, I will say, man, as surprised as I am by the Padres, I'm really surprised by what the Phillies were able to do uh, in their first two series because they just did not look good down the stretch. What has changed?
0: Look, you and all of Philadelphia. Uh, I was saying with my co-host on WIP on Saturday when we're on after the game after the Phillies beat the Braves, the reigning World Series champions. Um, Just, I think, two, three weeks before that, we were on the air saying that they might not even make the postseason. They were going into full September collapse mode, uh, and they started clicking uh, in multiple areas where they needed to start clicking and start getting hot at the right time. Um, And I was talking to my friend who covers the Phillies for the Inquirer, and she put it perfectly, and she said, the Phillies are playing teams that have everything to lose in these playoffs. And the Phillies had nothing to lose going into the postseason because a lot of people didn't even expect them to make it. And they really are rising to the occasion in pretty much every area of the game. Uh, And it's working for them. And you can just see how much these guys wanted. And I'm also, like, I hate using the word vibes. I think it can be overused. But this team has a vibe, it has a chemistry that just seems pretty unstoppable right now. That being said, the Padres do worry me because they they have a similar vibe, right? It's two underdog teams going against each other. It's not like you're trying to dethrone the reigning world champions. They both have similar amounts of wins in the regular season, um, similar storylines, uh, two guys who literally are, are brothers, the NOLA brothers, <laughs> Bryce Harper has history with a lot of guys on the Padres. So there are a lot more factors at play when it comes to the Phillies and the Padres that it's not so much, you know, the underdog and, and the champion. It's, it's kind of two
6: underdogs battling it out. Two Johns. Both, both teams have a really good John. Yeah, yeah right Johns. Now. Two Johns. I, I don't I, know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to allow that one. Sorry. Okay, we're talking to Devin Caney <laughs> in Philadelphia. Uh, we know Bryce Harper came back. Blake Snell broke his thumb. He was out two months, came back, was not really Bryce Harper offensively only had like three homers, and then got hot here in the postseason and has uh, not necessarily carried the Phillies by himself, but he's been a huge factor. Who are some of the other guys, though, that are kind of getting hot here in the postseason that the Padres need to watch out for?
0: Well, the storylines are, like, you couldn't write it. Like Guys like Mick Castellanos, who it was new to the Phillies at the start of the season, kind of had an underwhelming performance overall, to say the least, and then, you know, makes a catch in that first game against the Braves to to really feel the win for them. Um, he's stepping up, we've got Reese Hoskins, who made that terrible error at first base against the Braves and then hits a, a homer uh, the first game back at Citizens Bank Park. Um, I've never heard a crowd as loud as I did when he hit that, by the way. And like, Everyone's kind of – it's almost like coming full circle for everyone. Uh, The only player who I'll say in terms of hitting who I would like to see step up a bit more this series is Kyle Schwarber. He still hasn't really gotten hot in terms of getting hits, let alone homers or anything, really going. Um, But truly every single one of these guys, even the bullpen, pitching-wise, everyone is stepping up at the right moment. And I'm so glad for Bryce Harper because he really wasn't playing like himself. It was almost like the rest of the team had to kind of rise up in his absence and step up in his absence. And we saw Rob Thompson and what he was able to do with the rest of the team while Bryce Harper was out. Bryce Harper comes back and barely does anything. And then now look at his postseason stats. Like three home runs already, six RBIs. He's doing so well. So it does make me really happy. He's playing like the MVP that we know he is.
4: No question. There's, uh, you know, again, these two teams, I – I caution everybody here in San Diego. I mean, it's it's going to be a really, really good battle. And I think that the thing about both of these teams, after listening to Bryce yesterday, they're both really, really hungry and they both have been looked down upon. Nobody has picked um you know, nobody picked the Padres to win. And in fact, I, I think on the the T B S or Fox team, they all picked the Phillies to win again. So both teams are gonna try to find that no, 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 we're the underdog, no, 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 we're actually the underdog, mm-hmm. but it's literally just two underdogs banging heads and may the best man win in this seven game series. uh you're starting pitching how How are you guys feeling about your starters right now, devin?
0: Well, pretty good, considering you know wheeler can go in uh with full rest, yeah right if their series against the braves had gone to another game, that would have changed things um. Last time Wheeler played in game two, you know, he did hit Acuna with that 96-mile-per-hour sinker, uh, which who knows if he was actually as hurt as he played it off to be. But, fans. you know, right, we still have full <laughs> confidence in Zach Wheeler. Um, so he'll, he'll go today, tonight. Um, he'll go tonight. Sorry, sometimes I get confused by what day it is working in sports. I'm sure you guys can relate. 100%. I'm like, Wait, is it Sunday? No, it is Tuesday. Um and then Aaron Nola. I was blown away by Aaron Nola's performance against the Braves. Uh, he will likely pitch uh, game two. So I feel good about it. And then Rob Thompson put on a master class in rotating through the bullpen in that last game where I didn't know was kindergarten, but only for three innings, then every single guy, every single reliever who came in stepped up quite literally, no pun intended, stepped up to the plate and, and uh, just really – pitch life out so as long as they can keep that up uh i'm pretty confident in in the phillies pitching
6: devin i'll have to admit woods and i we're having trouble coming up with reasons to hate the phillies it's very very easy it was for so, the Dodgers. it was easy with the dodgers easy I'm with sure, the Mets. i'm sure the phillies had the same thing with the braves it's not hard to dislike a team you have to face so often every season so could you help us out what's hateable about the phillies anything
0: Nothing. Oh, Absolutely. Nothing at all. Nothing. What Do you guys hate <laughs> the Padres then at least? Anything? But it's, no, so it's so funny you say that because that's what I'm feeling about the Padres. Like, it's hard to hate a team that's also an underdog and that also, like, no one expected them to be here. So can you give me a reason to hate the Padres? Absolutely not. Not really, not not no. no. The Padres Absolutely are so not. lovable. Well, I guess uh, the uh, what's his face is the one who hit um, Blake Snell, yeah. But he's like no, the yeah. nicest you guy know, ever. You, and, and Is he nice? You, oh, oh my no, God, he's so You nice. know, and
6: around the country, people dislike Manny Machado, but it's the same yeah. reason people dislike Bryce Harper. Yeah, it's and I the think exact we, same. we have some solidarity there. It's yes, like no, we do. No, people misunderstand our superstars who are really intense, great players, great leaders, and just want to win. And I, I mean, I feel like a camaraderie almost. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean this Phillies team is really they're lovable and seeing them celebrate now and, and how far that they've they've come when no one expected them to do much, um, and how much they've had to overcome from, you know, the guys like Bryce Harper and Reeve Hoskins to we call them the daycare here, like the younger guys like Alec Bohm, Bryson Scott, um They're just a fun team to watch, and it's fun seeing them take in uh, the postseason because it's somewhere that most of them have never been in their careers uh, yet or as a Philly. So, um, yeah, it's hard to to find any reason to hate the Phillies, truly.
6: Devin, really appreciate it. Great insight, and uh, it's nice to find someone out there who is working constantly like I am. Good luck (laughs) uh, with everything in Philadelphia, all the teams, uh, with some interesting stories out there as well, and appreciate your time this morning.
0: Thanks for having you guys, and don't use the word John. Just no, we're going to
4: for the rest of the day. <laughs> Believe me, <it's> just, <laughs> if anything, just to jinx jinx those Johns over there. It's so I can't say it without sounding like an idiot. I can't. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, yeah, that that did not work right
0: there.
4: <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. All right, we'll talk soon. Little NLL action coming up too. Thanks for Kevin Crowley, our, our Crowley, uh, our new San Diego Seal here. Maybe that's why he's a John. He's a John. Yeah, for sure. He's our boy. We got him now. Thanks, Devin. Thank you, Devin.
0: Thanks, guys.
6: Bye. Devin Caney on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. The one thing that I that I can point to, and I, I alluded to it at the beginning of the interview. They don't need it as much as we do. They've got no. They've they, got everything. They got an undefeated football team. Yeah, they got a basketball they got team. All, they got sports up and down. Up the Wazoo. This is just. For them, this, this is, is, is a little us. surprise. Yeah, like, they're like, oh, how nice. Oh, look, what a nice oh, little, the sweet little, little extra October baseball that we didn't expect. For us, we're like, let's go. What a fun story as long as it lasts. And then we'll move on to
4: the the Eagles, who are the big story in town. I can promise it's you. It's everything for us, though. I can promise you in Philly Sports Radio, it's like, hey, Philly's played tonight. Anyway, Jalen Hurts <laughs> has really been Unbelievable. <laughs> You don't deserve it as much as we do. I'm sorry. That's, yeah, it's true. That's all I can say about that. It is. You are 100% accurate on that, Benny. 100% accurate. And yeah, uh, the Flyers, the yeah. Sixers, the Eagles. I mean, it's all happening in Philly. We got, we got the Padres, and we're happy with that.
6: We've got way better food, though. I'm not a huge cheesesteak guy. I mean, it's not bad. It's hot meat and cheese in a bun. But I'll take Mexican food...
4: Ten times over a cheesesteak for I me. I do love a good cheesesteak. Do you love oh, a cheesesteak? Almost. Not as much as, as Mexican food, but it's it's close, man. Can't
6: eat one for at least I know. Uh, a few days. I know. was al- almost it's not. Went, it's not
4: a sacrifice for me. I can give up cheesesteaks for a long time. I almost went to Jersey Mike's, and I get the chicken cheesesteak at Jersey Mike's, which is really delicious. And I thought to myself, I can't, you can't do that. No. That's bad karma. I almost wore a red shirt this morning on accident. And Hannah goes, well, and I go, oh, my God, you're right. I've
6: seen Padres fans on Twitter buying off-brand cream cheese just to avoid
4: any Philly loving. (laughs) So good. No Philadelphia cream cheese. off-brand cream cheese. I was trying to think of, like, Philly bands that we can't play, but... I don't even know if there are bands in Philly. I don't even know if they like music. in Isn't Philadelphia.
6: Uh, Bon, Jovi's
4: bon in Jovi Bon Jovi? Now they're Jersey. That's Jersey. Jersey.
6: Jersey now Jersey it's, is Philly. It's I this mean, weird combo. I once landed at the airport. I took one wrong turn and I was in Jersey. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very it's, strange. It's very close. It's like the suburbs of Philly.
4: If you're in New Jersey, so I, I oh no, boys to men, Paul, for your daily ditty this week. All right, they're Philly. That's about literally. That's like all I can think of. List of famous bands from Philadelphia. Give it to the, me. The Roots. The Roots. Joan Jett. Oh, I didn't know that.
6: Um, I like Joan Jett. And the Black Arts.
4: Hall & Oates. Sorry,
6: oh, ben. no. Sorry, Ben. Whoa. Will Smith, also. Sorry, Ben. Passed. Oh, he was the Fresh Prince. He moved from Diplo. Philly to Bel Air.
4: Diplo. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Chubby Checker. Sorry, Ben. <laughs>
3: Come on, baby, let's do the <laughs> twist. Come on, baby. <laughs> I've done that before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's do the twist. That's, uh, uh, that's better.
4: Chubby Checker. His name was probably like Mike. They're like, nah, really <laughs> not gonna that's not going to play. He's like, really? Chubby, that's the best we can do? Yeah, Pendergrass. I like Teddy. Oh, man, that's good, dude. All right,
6: we'll come back.
4: Uh, we get got the second yeah. half of Ben
6: and Woods coming up. Jesse Agler, the incorporator, in our 8 o'clock hour. Definitely looking forward to that. Stay tuned. We'll reset things. Much more coming up as we preview the NLCS with Ben <laughs> Hello, Woods baby. on San Diego's number one sports station, ninety-seven 97.3 The Fan.
7: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,